What are the biggest cyber threats facing America and the world today? Is the new digital war even more dangerous and deadlier than any other threat we've ever faced? How safe is your organization and what can we all do to protect ourselves? Welcome to Serious Cybersecurity. I'm your host, Charles Denyer. With more than 20 years of national security and cybersecurity expertise, I work with organizations all throughout the globe in battling today's cyber pandemic, and my insights are compelling and unparalleled. I now consult regularly with top political and business leaders throughout the world. In this show, I will journey deep into the dark world of cybersecurity, offering listeners a rare glimpse into the front lines of what's become arguably one of the most important issues of our lifetime. And more than cybersecurity war stories, Serious Cybersecurity will offer invaluable insight for organizations anywhere looking to design and deploy a robust cybersecurity program. From national security implications to keeping your business safe and secure, this is the podcast for all things cyber. To learn more about cybersecurity and how to protect your organization, visit charlesdenyer.com today and get access to a wide range of world-class resources in all things cyber. U.S. Cyber Command, known as U.S. Cybercom, located at Fort Meade, Maryland, is the nation's 10th Unified Combatant Command. U.S. Cybercom is responsible for directing, synchronizing, and coordinating cyberspace planning and operations in defense of the United States and its interests. As early as 1972, external consultants to the Department of Defense warned of grave dangers in terms of vulnerabilities in computers and network security. Fast forward to 1995, and then Director of the Defense Information Systems Agency, DISA, Air Force Lieutenant General Albert Edmonds told a gathering at the John F. Kennedy School of Government that the United States military was indeed vulnerable to remote network attacks. Aware of the growing threats, the DOD and the armed forces responded with a series of measures aimed at addressing the issue head-on. Various task forces and operations were created, but it wasn't until then-Secretary of Defense Bob Gates inquired about and ultimately put forth a new sub-unified command known as U.S. Cyber Command, again, U.S. Cybercom. This happened on November 12, 2008, to which U.S. Cybercom achieved operational status on May 1st, 2010. With the launch of U.S. Cybercom, the United States was ready and armed for battle in the new world of cyber warfare. In a memo sent to the top brass of the entire United States military at that time, Secretary Gates reinforced the importance of such a unit like U.S. Cybercom, noting how, quote, cyberspace and its associated technologies offer unprecedented opportunities to the United States and are vital to our nation's security. To address this risk effectively and to secure freedom of action in cyberspace, the DOD requires a command that possesses the required technical capability and must be capable of synchronizing warfighting effects across the global security environment. End quote. And a massive data breach that occurred in 2008 within the Department of Defense also highlighted the need for such a unit as U.S. Cybercom. It all began when an infected flash drive was inserted into a U.S. military laptop at a base in the Middle East, whereby the flash drive's malicious computer code then uploaded itself onto a network run by the U.S. Central Command. 
According to a cybersecurity report published by the DOD, it noted the following, quote, The code spread undetected on both classified and unclassified systems, establishing what amounted to a digital beachhead, from which data could be transferred to servers under foreign control. It was a network administrator's worst fear, a rogue program operating silently, poised to deliver operational plans into the hands of an unknown adversary, end quote. This previously classified incident was the most significant breach of U.S. military computers ever, and it served as an important wake-up call. The Pentagon's operation to counter the attack, known as Operation Buckshot Yankee, marked a turning point in U.S. cyber defense strategy. When you look at Cybercom, what is their focus? Well, they have three main focus areas. Number one, defending the Department of Defense information networks. Okay, protecting those networks that are in the United States military. Number two, providing support to combatant commanders for execution of their missions around the world. And number three, strengthening our nation's ability to withstand and respond to significant cyber attacks. So a quick note to technology gurus out there in the world of InfoSec. If you're interested in an exciting government job, U.S. Cybercom is seeking the following types of professionals. Cybersecurity specialists cyber operations specialists, along with network and database administrators. And U.S. Cybercom also played a role in the 2020 presidential election. Weeks before Election Day, November 3rd, 2020, the United States deployed cyber operatives to Estonia in an effort to learn more about Russia's cyber attack measures. Because Estonia has one of the more advanced IT networks in Europe, it allows the United States to work side-by-side with another country who has expertise in combating ongoing Russian cyber attacks. This exercise, just prior to America's election, gave U.S. Cybercom an opportunity to observe and learn more about Russia's cyber techniques. According to William J. Hartman, the commander of the Cyber National Mission Force, he had this to say, quote, the ability to share such information back with our whole-of-government partners is a key component of the defense of the elections. Estonian officials said Russia did not attack its military networks while the American team was deployed there from September 23rd to November 6th. So that's quite interesting. And U.S. Cybercom is reaching out also thousands of miles away to Australia, one of America's most long-standing allies, in developing joint cybersecurity initiatives, specifically the United States and Australia have signed an agreement to jointly develop and share a virtual cyber training range as the two countries seek to strengthen their partnership in cyberspace. The bilateral agreement will enable U.S. Cyber Command to incorporate the Australian Defense Forces feedback into simulated training domain called Persistent Cyber Training Environment, PCTE. The PCTE an essential component of the U.S. military's joint cyber warfighting architecture allows for supporting of multiple independent cyber operation training activities simultaneously with our allies. So this is a really an interesting step moving forward as U.S. Cybercom is now reaching out to our allies to work with them. And just in the blink of the eye, U.S. Cybercom turned a young 10 years old in 2020. And much has changed in the world of cybersecurity, which in turn will require U.S. Cybercom to change also. And it has. Specifically, U.S. Cybercom began with the assumption that their core task was preventing attacks on the military's networks, a defensive posture. But that has proven to be inadequate. 
Waiting for attacks to come the military's way is not a method to success, which has resulted in U.S. Cybercom initiating operations outside of its military network. That's code for saying that they're on the offensive now, a shift from its original intent, but also a shift that had to happen. In response to growing threats against America's military, U.S. Cybercom has the ability to defend forward anywhere in the world. So that phrase, defend forward, in effect means responding to cyber threats before they reach America's digital doorstep. That, according to Madeline Mortelmans, who is Senior Director for Cybersecurity Policy at the U.S. Department of Defense. Additionally, she also acknowledged that U.S. Cybercom has the resources and expertise to conduct both defensive and offensive cyber operations. In all reality, U.S. Cybercom has no choice but to go on the offense, as growing threats from China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, and other nation-states are forcing America's hand in cyberspace. While the public is well aware of recent high-profile cyber attacks from these countries, such as the Sony picture hack in 2014 by North Korea, or the attack on Saudi Aramco in 2012 by Iran, there's been a plethora of other nefarious cyber attacks not as well known. But going on the offensive also means having highly capable, well-trained personnel ready to take on U.S. Cybercom's missions. And that's a big challenge for U.S. Cybercom and many other federal agencies, finding talented cyber warriors ready to serve their country. According to the NSA, quote, our greatest challenge also, our greatest opportunity is recruiting, training, and retaining a world-class force. As these countries and others see it, and we're talking about Russia, China, Iran, North Korea, they see their cyber capabilities as a way to level the playing field in terms of offensive weaponry in today's digital world. If they are going to continue to be denied nuclear weapons, as is America's firm stance regarding North Korea and Iran, then why not turn to cyber? That's exactly what countries are doing, and it's exactly why U.S. Cybercom is going on offense in recent years and will continue to do so. To learn more about cybersecurity and how to protect your organization, visit charlesdenyer.com today and get access to a wide range of world-class resources on all things cyber. Additionally, my companies offer comprehensive cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory compliance services and solutions for businesses all across the globe. Book a call with me today at charlesdenyer.com forward slash contact and let's discuss your needs.